Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. It's Wild Wild Pest, the deep dive podcast about the South's most notorious outlaws. Palmetto Pete and his posse were the nastiest cockroaches you could ever fear to meet. Nope. Trespassing, loitering, scaring innocent folk when they turned on the light. No thanks. And that's not to mention all the diseases the germ-ridden no-good nicks were known to spread. Oh, no. Oh, yes. But fear not. Terminix was on the case with all the skills, experience, and tools needed to outdraw the outlaws. Learn more at TrustTerminix.com. This is a Rogue Media Network podcast. Looking for a great haircut or shave experience? Come to Champion Salon and Barber. Our skilled barbers and stylists are dedicated to giving you the best service possible. Whether you need a simple haircut or a complete grooming package, we have you covered. And while you're here, feel free to enjoy a complimentary beer and chat with our friendly staff. We have two convenient locations in Waco and Woodway, Texas. You can also book appointments online or through our app, making it easy to schedule your next visit. So why wait? Visit Champion Salon and Barber today and experience a cut above the rest. Welcome to Boo Bays. Boo Bays, that's right. We're your host. I'm Caitlin. And I'm Joshua. And today we're here to talk to you about some funny horror. Mm-hmm. I thought we'd switch it up a little bit. Yeah. Um, Some deadpan horror. Very dead. Or comedy, my bad. Not horror. Deadpan. It is deadpan because they're all dead. And they're that's horror, dead. isn't it? Yeah. Um, But yeah, this is uh, The Dead Don't Die. 2019. Directed uh, by Jim... Jarmusch. Jarmusch. Mm-hmm. Jarmush. That's how it looks like. Yeah, Jarmush is how I would have guessed, but I mm-hmm. wasn't one thousand percent sure. I um only know because I looked him up and I actually watched a video of someone actually saying his name. Oh, so that's why I know it's Jarmush. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. It's got a very star-loaded cast. We've got Bill Murray, Adam Driver, Tilda Swinton, Chloe Sevigny. Sevigny. I was like, I have no clue how to say her name. Danny Glover, Selena Gomez. So many people. Steve Buscemi. Yeah, Steve Buscemi is also in there. Iggy Pop apparently was in it. I don't remember seeing Iggy Pop. He was the zombie, the coffee zombie. Oh, okay. I didn't even recognize him. Yeah. Got it. Okay. Um, yeah. yeah, definitely. Oh, and Rosie Perez um, was in it too. There's definitely a lot of people. Caleb Landry Jones from uh, Get Out. Mm-hmm. Played Bobby. Right? Tom, that was his yep. name. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A very different character. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, he did a good job. I hate. I didn't hate Bobby as much. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then um, Austin Butler. Yeah, Elvis. Mm-hmm. Carol Kane. What she's is Carol Kane from? What is she from? Oh, she's she was in the thing that I remember her most from is the Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. 
Oh, yeah, 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 yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. She played her tenant or something? Yeah, the like landlord. The landlord. There you go. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Yeah, she's pretty funny. Yeah. Um, her her part was pretty hilarious. Chardonnay. Um <laughs> not a hard like uh I guess probably maybe one of her easiest roles ever, because you only had one line. Yep. Chardonnay. <laughs> um, but honestly, I feel like that was probably one of the funnier parts of the whole movie. Yeah. Um but yeah, I guess we can dive right in. Um, starts off with um, get to my notes here. Cliff and Ronnie. Ronnie. Mm-hmm. Cliff is Bill Murray, and Ronnie is uh, Adam, Adam Driver. Driver. Mm-hmm. And we're with the police car patrolling their police officers, and they're patrolling kind of an area, and they're going to investigate mm-hmm. somewhat of uh, Hermit Bob. Yeah, because uh, Farmer, Farmer Miller. Uh, called in that his chickens were going missing yeah and so he was blaming it on on bob who is apparently living in the woods and he's a hermit he's a hermit yeah yep and so i well, like that his full name like his full <clears throat> name hermit bob hermit bob yeah nothing else um but i feel like it, uh it's kind of like every town has that one person that like everybody knows for one thing kind of yeah. situation and or in movies at least um i love how when they walk up he was like Stealing a chicken. That's illegal, by the way. Yeah. Or against the law, by the way. And then he shoots at him. And he was like, that's also, also illegal. illegal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was funny. Bill Murray does a really good job throughout the whole movie of just like, just basically talking and everything. It sounds like it could be a joke. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so they, like you said, come up on him and stuff. And basically, Ronnie is like, you know, should we do something about it? And he's just, and, and, uh, Cliff. Cliff says, you know, I've known him for a long time. Like, we're just going to leave junior it. Junior high. Yeah. <laughs> Adam or Ronnie was like, well, that had to be like 50 years ago. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, it was. And so um, basically. I like, I like as they walk off too. He goes, hey, Cliff, fuck you. Uh-huh. That was funny too. And so he. Um, so weird. <laughs> just lets him go because he's just like, he's never hurt anybody. So and uh, he apparently doesn't like. Farmer Miller, he says he's an asshole. Yeah, which, uh-huh. as we can then see later, he kind of Farmer is. Miller is an asshole. And he's played by Steve Buscemi. Keep America white again. Oh, yeah. Or make America, make America white, white again. again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Definitely a um, like spoof of like a really uh, MAGA. staunch MAGA conservative type of farmer Republican mm-hmm. persona. Um, and so at this point, they're back in the cop car we're going back to town and that's when we get our our song right the dead don't die yep starts playing play it on the radio Uh and we um, get our title title card yeah that's right um but then after that that's when we get kind of more of that backstory of like hermit bob while they're on their way back and uh, pretty on up fast we uh cliff asked ronnie like what time it is and we know right now that his watch and his phone are acting up they're not working yeah. properly and he's like but it's it should be past 8 p.m but the sun is still shining so Way it hasn't gone down sky. yeah mm-hmm. so something's going on i love how they're just like that's weird that's weird yeah that is weird this daylight savings got me all out of whack mm-hmm. and it's like uh this that's different than daylight savings yeah for it to be up past 8 p.m it's pretty which late. in some parts of the world that's totally normal but mm-hmm. not, not here not yeah. there or not, you're, they're not in Alaska where it's like daylight for so many months yeah. and the opposite the next few months. Um, but at this point, we get uh, someone on the radio, uh, like a news broadcasting, uh, you know, broadcast going on and talking about how um, 
basically the sun isn't going down or something like there it's something's going weird i don't know if we get the mention of polar fracking just yet but she is mentioning something on the radio of like weird anomalies happening yeah it was, mm-hmm. it was mindy talking into them right oh sorry yeah that's what it was i think mindy called on the radio on their like yeah. cop radio on their yeah hand mm-hmm. radio and she was saying like hey there's some really weird stuff going on but then of course right at all the important parts mm-hmm. and i think like i think she was, was trying going to say like polar fracking and mm-hmm. stuff it just was like it was going in and out yeah and so you couldn't actually understand basically a word that Mindy was saying. And then all of a sudden the radio get, dies. And that's when we find out that Adam's, uh, Ronnie's cell phone is completely dead mm-hmm. at this point. Um, and then this is when the dead don't die plays again mm-hmm. on the actual radio. Yeah. Yeah. And then Bill. No, Cliff. God, it's going to be yeah. so hard because not all calling of them these, Bill or not calling their actual names. Yeah, because mm-hmm. all of them are such major names. Mm-hmm. So well, and also it just seems like also there. It seems like they're as well kind of just playing a version of themselves mm-hmm. as opposed to like character characters. You know, because like, they're not too far from who they are. Tilda Swinton, Zelda Winston. Yeah, basically the same name. <laughs> <laughs> and and that's basically how she kind of talks in other roles yeah. and i was like it's it's just tilda She's just tilda yeah it's just tilda exactly um, it was hard to but anyways the, he asked like why is this song on again or something like yeah, that right or he was like why does this song sound so familiar right he was like i feel like i know this why what what is this song and ronnie's like well it's the theme song mm-hmm. <laughs> kind of breaks that fourth, fourth wall. wall yeah mm-hmm. um very meta and stuff like that in on itself and that that part was just really funny to me yeah. I it, have very dry sense of humor. So this movie very much was right up my alley. It was half of my notes say LOL. <laughs> it was super dry. Yeah. Yeah. It was um but in essence too, looking up and understanding more of the director who directed it, a lot of his and he's in his he's had a long career, like a span mm. of so many years, um, like decades. And so his movies are more kind of uh that he likes to show like real life. And like, it's not going to be like some action sequence. It's kind of more of a film to like either spark dialogue, make you talk about it, um, kind of being a metaphor for something else yeah. type of situation. Um, and that's what I feel like a lot of this movie was because it's it's heavy on like it's just mainly a lot of conversations between all the kind of different townsfolk that all are the throughout real the people the, in life, yeah, and yeah. they're in their town. And this kind of just apocalyptic situation is happening around them. Which essentially ends up for some comical situations mm-hmm. which is yeah i mean every small town i feel like could relate to this film mm-hmm. they'd be like oh i totally know a fern who mm-hmm. works at the diner, or the diner yeah and stuff like that or, or the farmer or the hermit bob like yeah. situation the recluse the, the town recluse or town weirdo yeah um but uh we quickly then get to uh the diner right because this is when we're introduced to farmer beers farmer Bill sitting there with um Farmer Miller. With Miller with Hank. Yes. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and I like how they take uh on the way to the diner that we basically take a nice little like tour of mm. all of Centerville. That's we true. drive past every single important part that like, we see in throughout the whole movie. Yeah. Kind all of foreshadowing. Stories mm-hmm. lines that we're gonna be following. Um the only storyline that seemed kind of odd to me was the children. It was very out of place. Very random. It never went anywhere yeah towards the end because who knows if they lived 
we don't know. It yeah. never cut back to them. We they don't escaped ish, but like then it was just like okay, yeah, that story's done. Um, also was just like maybe for a few points, like at the beginning because Geronimo, I think that was his name, kind of explained things Everything. that would happen. Yeah. So maybe that was his. But like, why not just make that Adam Drivers? Because role. he was also explaining things. Yeah. Or, or make Bobby. that another kid that was in town, yeah. but not have this whole like separate. Detention. detention center type of situation ha- happening and then also the dude that kept like coming in and talking to the kids i was like why are they like harassing these children yeah so mean. so aggressive so so mean yeah it was really ridiculous but probably also a commentary on something socially so yeah exactly yeah. um but yeah you're right we did just get to the diner the diner and mm-hmm. we're with hank and farmer miller mm-hmm. and yet again the dead don't die is playing mm-hmm. they really they hammed it, it up. It is the theme song. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so. Every instance they could play it, they played it. And then and everyone's then, like, fucking Sturgill Simpson. Or exactly. Anytime it would come on, someone would acknowledge that it's on. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Which was fun. And um, they end up just having, they're, they're talking, they're conversating, conversing, I don't remember the word. Correct. Um, and conversing with, you right. what was the um lady's name? The waitress? Fern. Fern. Okay. Got it. Yeah. And we just have like Paid, played by someone driver. I wonder. Is a relation to Adam? Yeah. Maybe. Their noses were similar. Mm. It was Adam driver in full drive. <laughs> just <laughs> pseudo name, stage name. Um, but they're just Fern would be a good drag name. Wouldn't it? I like it. Fern. Fern. I think just anything Fern. Just anything named Fern. Something Fern. Something Fern. Um. They're just talking, essentially, and we're getting to know more of, like, who these characters are within their town. Like, obviously, we're getting to learn even more, like, that Farmer Miller's an asshole. Yeah. Um, And they're talking about what's getting reported on the, on the radio station, right? Why do I, I keep feeling that that happens a lot? Like, we hear... Yeah, the, the, the radio and the news yeah. channel, it tells us, if you don't understand that this is caused by the polar fracking... Then you are seriously just stupid. You missed the point. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because they're they, hammering it at heavy. They're really trying to let you know there there's no confusion whatsoever mm-hmm. um, that it is the polar fracking throwing the earth off its axis. Mm-hmm. And then the people being like, that's total lies. Blah, yeah. Blah, blah. But yeah, that was happening on the radio. And that's when I think. I think one of them, I think Fern just turns it off because because mm-hmm, that's what people do. Like, we're just like, ah, whatever. We don't not bothering us right now in the moment. So we'll just turn it off. Ignore it. Yeah. And Hank tried to ask some questions about mm-hmm. it. But and then Farmer Miller is being like, you know, the whatever. Uh, what's the word? He doesn't believe in the hoopla. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, skeptical. He's being skeptic. And then I think what is I don't remember. But somehow we get to a joke about the coffee. Might as well be Amish. Is that the joke? No, there oh. were so many jokes that he, Farmer Miller made that I'm yeah. like, oh, this is that's that. Oh, he says the the <sighs> that's too black for me. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, <laughs> right in front of Hank, and he was with like, his hat on that says, "Let's make America white again." Yeah, exactly. And Hank was just like, "Are you oh. fucking kidding me right now?" Yeah, <laughs> Hank was such a polite character. Yeah, such a kind, more than he needed loving to Loving character because he put up with Farmer Miller's. Racist, Obvious rude racism. remarks, microaggressions. Racism. Um, racism. Ra- uh, and like, it's like basically the embodiment of kill him with kindness. But 
Yeah, he made a lot of like jokes, and then I love how even how he was like, "Oh, you, you, you know what I mean." I just like Farmer Miller, and yeah, yeah, it was pretty bad for him. He also said something about might as well be Amish, but mm-hmm. I don't remember what that was in reference to. I just put LOL. He made might a lot well of be Amish, a lot of jokes that were insensitive. Yeah, to uh, probably all communities, but then we get back to uh, Bobby, who is at the uh, what was it? Is like a little convenient? Guess? Oh. Well, we also, this is where we, what you were talking about earlier, we flashed to Geronimo. Oh, okay, yeah. Making, basically spitting straight facts mm-hmm. about, it's like this little blip where it That's goes right. then to the news station with the detention center kids. Mm-hmm. And Geronimo's basically explaining exactly what's going to happen in the movie. Yeah. And the polar axis, the polar racking through the world off its axis, that means that um lunar tides are gonna change mm-hmm. stuff like that basically everything we see in like plants won't grow 2012 and all those kind of movies yeah like, that deal with climate change and like and we see major like, disasters happening pictures on the the news and stuff too mm-hmm. with like hurricanes and tsunamis and it's already happening happening globally stuff. yeah mm-hmm. exactly and he says it's basically gonna cause mass calamity mm-hmm. but then yeah then we're back at bobby's shop and he is um I just put, oh, it's the dude from Get Out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I didn't, uh, I'm going to be honest, I didn't recognize him. Oh, really? I just, I knew I, I knew I knew him from somewhere. Mm-hmm. I was like, who Why do I know this face? is he? And then looking at the IMDb or yeah, looking mm-hmm. at the cast list, once I saw his picture there, mm-hmm. I was like, oh. Without all the long hair and yeah. stuff. I'm like, yeah. I was like, that's the guy from Get Out. Mm-hmm. But it, I did not recognize him yeah. for some reason in this film. He um not as hateable as his other character. No, Mm-mm. not at all. He was actually quite lovable in this one. I I was really sad when Bobby and Hank. Yeah, because at this point he's I was like no. He is um it's just kind of in social interaction between him and the UP, FedEx or UPS driver. What whoops whoops is that what it was called? W U P S. Okay, I get it whoops. now. It's a joke. Um. And they're just having a conversation about what's happening. And he, the dude is the, the carrier is telling him like, you know, this is because the fuller fracking and all that shit. End of the world. It's nigh and kind of like the harbinger of death for this movie. Yeah. Essentially. Yeah. I was I would, also sad when he died. Yeah. Whenever I saw him inside the, the thing, I was like, no. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh. Nobody made it though. I also kind of shipped him and Bobby. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Did you see it for them? I did. They kind of gave a little bit of. Like Bobby, whenever uh, the Wups driver was leaving, I forgot his name. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was like, hey, like, tell me some wisdom and stuff. And like just the way that he hesitated, I was like, love this man. <laughs> you have to. I don't you care. You are if you're canonically to be shipping gay. them. Yep. You have um, to be. You have to be gay now. I was giving I was getting more like Yoda and like Luke Skywalker, oh, like yeah. Master and Padawan. Padawan. But. Who knows? Maybe Luke fucked Yoda at some point. Yeah, it point. could have been a love, lover, lover's tryst, power dynamic um, thing. And so, yeah, I love how he just like says some really basic ass like, what did he say? Did you write it down? The world is perfect. I appreciate the details. Yeah, that was his wisdom. <laughs> it's like a bumper sticker. Yeah. Um, and then we're 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 gone from them, and I think it picks back up to her- a lot of times it, it's cutting in between Hermit Bob, just kind of like Hermit Bob's our narrator. He is, yeah. He narrates this film for us basically, and he especially is, at the end. 
watching people, spying on people. Also, just like, and for instance, right now he starts like look, looking around and he picks up like mushrooms and stuff. Yeah, and uh, he was like, you're not supposed to be here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so there's like, because it was like these bright orange mushrooms yeah. that were growing and he was just like, this is weird. Mm-hmm. And the, this is where he looks at the ant pile, right? And says, yeah, the ants are... Uh, I don't know. I wrote it down at the end because he repeats it mm-hmm. at the end, but I didn't write it down here. Well, it's that they're like doing something odd that they don't usually do or something yeah, like that. Yeah, and I think he says something about the ants being reanimated as mm-hmm. well. Oh, yeah. the dead ones. That would... Which isn't that a thing? Um, dead ants reanimating or yeah, the I don't know. That could just be something I dreamt. I don't, I've never zombie heard of that. There's so, there are zombie ants, but it's not like dead ants themselves. It's that they get parasites and they take over their brain. Mm. And I mean, they're basically, that the, the, ant, the ant is dead, but the parasite is using its body as basically like, like a car yeah, <laughs> just to get around. What's that, that one wasp that like gets in cockroaches brains and melts their mm. brains. Do you remember that one? I don't remember the name, but I know which one you're talking about. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's pretty wild, too. I mean, just that, like, even um, fishes, there are certain parasites that will go and swim into their mouths, and they will latch themselves onto the tongue and essentially start digesting the tongue to where it goes away, and they then latch themselves onto the, like, nodule that's left and become essentially the tongue of the fish. And so they start to eat whatever the fish is trying to get, and essentially the fish never eats and eventually it it dies out and then they'll just plop off and go find another fish to latch onto and just eat whatever it starts eating Poor fishy that's very sad parasites man they'll do it yeah um and at this point we're i love how this movie is is it's jumping from character to character throughout the town little small storylines essentially and i think we're going to the moonlight hotel now we are Uh and the guy daniel i think his name yeah yeah Mm -hmm. and danny like licks the Fucking, he's like, here, kitty kitties. Yeah. Giving him wet cat food and then licks the spoon. The spoon and after. I was like, <laughs> I cannot imagine licking. You never do that, Caitlin? Mm, no. Yeah, that's a bit gross. It's so stinky. I Whenever just, I get it out of the can, I'm like, this stinky. The kitties lose their mind, but they go feral. I'm sure. Yeah, they're like, they're like <laughs> <laughs> I have I, to. I have to walk into the bathroom downstairs, that mm-hmm. hall bath, and mm-hmm. lock myself in there when I get it out. Otherwise, they're like on the counters, like, and they won't get. It. Yeah. And the uh, same thing when I make my vegetarian tuna fish for myself. They, they were oh, they smell that shit. Yeah, and they think it's real tuna, and I'm like, this isn't even real. They're super cute. I remember the one time I went over and you had these like tube snack stuff oh, for yeah. them, or was it because they were still babies? They were eating that. I think that's what it was. Yeah, I mean, they, I do still give them tube snacks. Mm. The little tubes, and they're just like like gogurt. <laughs> yeah, like little monsters, they little gremlins. Them. They really do turn into gremlins when mm-hmm. it comes to tree time and wet mm-hmm. food. They lose their mind. They're super cute. They would be like it would have been really weird at this instant if they didn't show up when I put out mm-hmm. wet food. I would have been something's like, wrong. What the hell's going on? Or they're on? getting into trouble. Yeah. Yeah. Which is kind of what Danny and that's thought. what he's yeah because they're he's not like, popping what is up. Happening on. Mm-hmm. And and, and happen on. <laughs> we already did um, understand. I think from some earlier news reporter radio thing that the animals were acting weird. That's the current news report. That's the current one yeah, right now, Dan, right? Dan okay. Is watching it. And so. Um, Animals that's going on. Wild, disappearing. Mm-hmm. And then it also cuts to Farmer Miller's house, and he's noticing that his 
cows are missing cows and all of his chickens now Mm -hmm. not just one of them Mm -hmm. which it turns out that herman bob did steal at least one chicken yeah because at the end when he was like or maybe he just found it like it ran off and he took like i'm well you're mine now free game um farmer miller's dead um and we see the cows running off because hermit bob is watching them and they're going to like the forest the forest like literally yeah they're what? just weird spot for a cow, but mm-hmm. they can probably sense some sort of danger. Mm-hmm. They're probably trying to hide. They're getting out of dodge. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Must have been why all the animals were acting wild and stuff too. Yeah. Like thinking they're like their fight or flight was on and they were on fight mode. It's like the signs. Remember the movie signs mm-hmm. when all the, the dogs were the like dogs peeing were, on themselves yeah. and like acting aggressive out of nowhere when they don't usually. Exactly. Um, but we're uh, cutting back to the station, I think. Yeah. Because at this point, this is where we get um, Mallory, um, which she had been there the whole the whole time, right? Yeah, she was mm-hmm. in there. Just kind of with the body sheet over her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In one of the cells. Um, and they're bas- they can't do anything with her body because the morgue, they, they can't take her for like another three days or something like that over the weekend. Yeah, uh, she needs to be transferred out of the county Yeah, for some reason. Mm-hmm. And the, that county can't come get her because Zelda was ready to get her. Yeah, Zelda was like, let me have this body. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but she wouldn't give it. They wouldn't. They were like, no, That's she right. needs to be transferred out. Mm-hmm. Um, So, yeah. For some reason, though, she's just rotting in this jail cell. Yeah. It's small town stuff. I guess it's no, no ice chest or anything. Just just, sitting out. Um, And this is a we picked this movie because it's a kind of a summertime movie. It's happening mm -hmm. in the summer. And uh, imagine the heat. Yeah. That body just rotten bloating and decomposition happens like. Rather quickly and, and immediately is what I'm trying to get at. So and then the heat too. Ugh, yeah. yeah. Had to be stinky, stinky. Um, and so I think what is it at this point? They leave to go check out. Um, because Mindy's there now, right? And we're getting introduced to Mindy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Mindy comes in. They're basically just having little chit chat back mm-hmm. and forth. It's just it's short of writing this movie's entire dialogue down <laughs> yeah it's, it was kind of hard to take notes on it because it was just like well because it really is like i said earlier like it's just showing like what a normal day today kind of situation would be like yeah and they're also kind of not treating like the weird stuff right now as like oh the world is ending just yet they're it's just like kind of like oh, oh strange stuff's happening oh that's, that's weird, weird but okay yeah Let's just and move along with and going life. about their normal day stuff yeah because they're like bantering about their prius and stuff mm-hmm. or something because he was like should i drive you home yeah and she was like can you even fit two people in that smart car of yours and he was like it sits too very comfortably mm-hmm. and stuff and then they were going like having a war of electric cars with the Prius and the smart car. And I love it because then you see them how they like pull up later at the diner whenever they're going to check out yeah. and the other lady. It's hilarious. Yeah, it was. Um, but now we're back at the diner and we have. Oh, if we oh. do at this point, though, we do get some one conversation bit. Which one? That Ronnie says, if you ask me, this whole thing is going to oh, end badly. That's right. And then that pops up a lot. Later. This was the second time he had mentioned it because mm-hmm. he had mentioned it earlier in the in the uh, the what's it called police car mm-hmm. i almost said officer vehicle officer vehicle not, it's a, i mean officer still, vehicle still right it but works not the correct vernacular yeah um and he said it in there and 
Cliff just kind of moved on from it. But this mm-hmm. time Cliff confronts him and he's like, why do you, wh- what do you mean? And yeah. he's like, I don't know. It's just a strong feeling. Mm-hmm. And, but yeah, then, then we're back at the, at the diner. At the diner. And they're um, talking about Zelda Winston. Yeah. And basically everybody thinks she's weird. Yeah. It was like Zelda. I saw Zelda. Oh, wait, no. That's when we flip to them. I was like Zelda praying to Buddha. To Fern and Lily. And also doing Katana stuff. Oh, that happens like right after. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. But yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, because basically they're just talking about that. Um, they're not talking like shit. But no. They're they're also just being like, she's pretty fucking weird. Yeah. Which yeah. is like everybody's consensus throughout. Yeah. And, I mean, we do kind of then see her character and she's a little fucking weird. Yeah. Yeah. She is. She's <laughs> not your typical person, which we get to find out later, which mm-hmm. actually, I don't know. She could be a person, but also she could be an alien. I think. An alien. An alien. Right. Yeah. yeah. And that's why she was acting the way she acts. Um, But yeah. Sorry. Anyway. Especially when she was driving uh, the smart car and she was mm. like, what a strange little piece of machinery. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or and there's even moments like later on when she's talking to Ronnie and she notices his keychain and it's the yeah. Star Wars thing. It's like Star Wars. What a great work of fiction. Because like, yeah. that's about aliens, aliens, I guess. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah. And right. so funny because it was Adam Driver. And he's from Star Wars. Yeah. yeah. I'll forget. I didn't even. Honestly. Yeah. That went right over my head until just now. Really? Yeah. <laughs> and, and I know he's Kylo Ren. And I went in even thinking like, oh, yeah, it's from, from Star Wars. But I didn't think about it. Um, but, yeah, there she's getting brought up. And then we get introduced to her. Do we not? And that's when she's doing her katana stuff. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. She's like it is somewhat like praying to the Buddha mm-hmm. statue. But then, yeah, also doing like this cool katana dance. Mm-hmm. Kind of. Very Kill Bill-ish. Yeah. And like. Very much so. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Like the, in this moment, it felt like a sequence where it's like it should have been in another movie where like the fighter is getting ready to defeat the master type of situation. Mm-hmm. I don't it know. It also kind of reminded me of Doctor Strange. Oh, know, really? And her character in Doctor Strange. Oh, yeah. 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 That's true. Cause she kind of was like, like a type of monk type of character. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Doing doing similar motions. But of course. In Doctor Strange, it causes portals and yeah. stuff like that. It's magic or whatever. Yeah. But yeah, so she had a lot of practice for that. Yeah. Um. But yeah, we we watch her doing all of this. Um. And at this point, I think what happens she because she's her the morgue owner. Looks really cool. And she, yeah, I remember after watching this movie, uh, I did mm-hmm. my eye makeup like just hers like her after for like a long time. I would put the red mm-hmm. just like in this the part corners. of my eye. Yeah. And the creases sorry not corners yeah mm-hmm. and i she really inspired me in this film Take i that. liked it thank you tilda swinton thank you tilda and the costume and makeup design <laughs> everybody <laughs> we had a part of that um oh but the point, bodies yes so she's the morgue owner yeah and the body's hand is popped out uh-huh. um, as she walks out from a room to go i guess from room to room and she's like that's strange or weird yeah no, it's just weird because everybody's saying weird that's weird that's weird mm-hmm. and she pops the little hand back in and she um, tells him to stay put mm-hmm. and she she ends up walking out is and then at this time she's it's, so remarkably calm for all yeah, of this <laughs> yeah because it's like huh that the, but I the feel like as a morgue, body shouldn't move morgacist uh coroner you kind of have mm-hmm. to be like used to strange it's things already well just already you're already doing a very like inherently kind of scary mm-hmm. 
job. Creepy. Yeah. yeah. Creepy, spooky, spooky. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like, and then bodies as they're going through rigor mortis and mm-hmm. everything, like do move and tighten up or like release gas and yeah. stuff like that. Those, so, their nerves might still flinch or something. So something can be explained as rat, like as something rational as opposed to like, yeah. well, they're zombies now. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Although so, immediately I would think zombie. Yeah. I'd be like, Oh, that's not normal. Yeah. Um, and, uh, transitioning where it's nighttime now. Um, which is, you know, we had been going and he- hearing that, like, you know, the sun hadn't been setting. So now it's nighttime. Uh, it's dark. And at this point we go to, um, my note says kids talking. What are the kids talking? Is it the um, kids in the car? We flashed to Cliff sleeping in the cell next to Mallory for like half a second. That's right. And then we're back with the kids, Liv and Stell. Mm-hmm. Um, Liv wakes up from a nightmare. That's and right. she like wakes with the start and then Stell comes over and is like, or Stella, I'm not sure, mm-hmm. comes over and was like, what's going on, blah, blah, blah. And Liv's just like, I don't know. I just got this really creepy feeling. Yeah. Um, And that's when we then pop to Hermit Bob, right? Hermit Bob. Yeah. And he's doing his binocular thing and watching shit. And that's watching when we... the moon and he says toxic lunar vibration. Oh, yeah. Because the moon is like pink and green yeah, looking. It has a slate cover over it this weird aura yeah Mm -hmm. yeah it's like glowing yeah it's got this an aura around it exactly yeah and the dead start rising at this point that's when people Mm -hmm. start coming out of their grave we get our first two that i guess i didn't know was iggy pop yep Mm -hmm. who was the other lady she's super famous was that another one you named that was famous famous don't think so i just missed okay Oh, Sarah Driver. That's the was Sarah the Driver fe- one? Yeah, okay. Sarah Driver was the female coffee zombie. Interesting. Coffee zombie number one is Iggy Pop's official. <laughs> oh, okay. Like, so Sarah Driver is Jim's partner, the director. Oh. Yeah, yeah. I know who Iggy Pop is, but yeah, yeah, yeah. That's So that's basically his partner. Not doesn't say wife, but it says partner. Partner. Yeah. Interesting. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And she's like, so Iggy Pop's is coffee zombie number one. That's mm-hmm. his like official name, title. Name, title. And okay. then she's female coffee zombie. Cute. Okay, she's apparently been in, in like his things and then a few other things. That's cool. But um, yeah, she, uh, they they pop out and they this is basically you know they're doing their whole what zombies do and just kind of doing the zombie thing and walking out and they're gonna go look out for their next meal or their first meal, I guess I'd say. Yep, and they happen to stumble upon Fern and Lily who were still in the diner mm-hmm. just talking and stuff. They're getting closing down, you know, closing down shop. I guess Lily is the clean the cleans up and stuff and Fern is just like, well, ain't no more customers. I'm out. Peace yeah. out. I'll see you in the morning. She's done all of her stuff. Mm-hmm. And so she ends up trying to leave, but before she can even get out the door, of course, we have coffee zombie number one and coffee zombie number two come in and she's trying to tell them that they're closed. But before she can even like get three, four words in, she starts getting attacked by them. Yeah. I think she starts screaming like, what happened to you? Like you start to hear ass like, what happened to you? Because they look fucked up. Yeah. And yeah, she gets pretty, pretty much mauled. Yep. Yeah. It's pretty bad for her. Gets eaten into and then her intest her little intestines Mm -hmm. pretty good practical effects yeah Mm -hmm. i I agree and then uh lily as lily's getting attacked she's like i'm gonna shove this wooden broomstick up your ass yeah (laughs) she's like trying to be as threatening and like protecting herself but literally he just like hopped on her and she was like ah and fell down yeah and she also started getting eaten alive yep yeah she got her intestines and stuff mm-hmm. he was munching on like the long intestine or oh, something yeah. 
for a little bit before they saw coffee and then yeah. they were like coffee. Yeah, I think she saw it first, right? And then yeah. she starts pouring it on herself and then he starts doing it. Which and then they start a- smashing the pots. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they, and then he, he actually carries one out with him. Hmm. He keeps one of the pots with him, but they were smashing all the mugs and and one of the pots, which uh, coffee I just had to imagine how. I mean, obviously, they probably use cold coffee, but. Oh, yeah. Uh, but dousing yourself with all of that, that or maybe yeah. it's just water with food coloring. But I mean, I'm sure it's coffee isn't that bad. I'm sure they were just like, we'll just make some coffee and make it, you know, let it cool off, make it cold. Yeah. And sh- but I imagine room temperature maybe. that the, this coffee was actually hot, like supposed to be hot mm, for the film's purpose. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Like dead. the zombies are and throwing hot ass coffee on themselves. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, oh, just probably scalding their skin. So they don't even know. But they don't feel it. They don't feel it. Um, And so the. Fern and Lily gone, kaputs. They're dead, and uh, D E D dead. Mm-hmm. And then it's the next morning already. I guess the sun came up. I don't know. But at this point, they end up going to check the diner out because they get a call that shit's going down at the diner. Yep, from Hank. Mm-hmm. Hank waits. Waits. That's up, right. Um, and he thought. Yeah, that's right. And he was like, is it already six past ten or whatever, mm-hmm. something like that. So the timing, the light and stuff was, again, off. Throwing everybody's schedule off. Yeah. And uh, Hank was like, I woke up early. I thought, you know, I'd go get some breakfast before I start getting my stuff done. And you, you need to get down here. It's it's awful. It looks like a mess, essentially. And so he, they go to check it out. And I love how um, Cliff is the first one to get there. And he goes inside, we see the bodies, and he walks out, and he's like, well, what do you think did that? Was it a wild animal? Several wild animals? Literally. And it, the way that it's repeated like four times is my favorite. Mm-hmm. Well, because <laughs> how then- everyone. How, it's funny how, um, oh, I almost called him Adam, uh, Ronnie, and- uh, Mindy. Mindy. I almost called her Dina. Ronnie and Mindy pull up and they are both in their smart cars. And then how he's like the same thing. Like, did a wild animal do that? Several wild animals. And their delivery is all like just the exact same. Exact same. same. Yeah. yeah. So it's, it's I also perfect. I love how he walked in and goes, oh, yuck. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's so completely like monotone. Just like, oh, yeah. Yuck. That's Icky. it. Very much that. Yeah. His new ick was unlocked. Because he says yuck multiple times in the, uh, in throughout it too. Every time he gets like close to a zombie, he's like yuck. Yeah. And, and I think yuck is just such a funny word. I don't know why. It sounds very like a little kid, like icky, ooey. Icky, ooey. Yeah, yeah. A little exactly. childish maybe. Um, oh, yuck. Yeah. Because you would expect an adult or something to be like, oh, shit. Or say other words than just yuck. Yeah. Because maybe that's a scene where it's like kind of should bring more out of you than just yuck. It seems also a little bit like not empathetical. Like, oh, that's gross. Someone who's going to clean that up. Yeah. You know what I mean? Get this out of here. For real. I would like to order some coffee, please. (laughs) Where's Fern? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shit. She's on the floor. She's dead. That's right. Literally. Get a new Fern. Did you know you could be putting oil and chemicals in your coffee? I love coffee creamer, but I don't think I've ever turned the bottle around to actually see what's inside. When I did, I found out many of my favorite creamers contain ingredients I would never intentionally add to my coffee cup, like canola oil, dipotassium phosphate, 
ew, and artificial flavors. Laird Superfood all started when big wave surfer Laird Hamilton needed morning fuel that could allow him to spend the entire day chasing the ultimate wave. He couldn't find anything in the market that met his ingredient standards, so made himself the ultimate plant-based creamer. Laird Superfood started and launched its first product, Original Superfood Creamer, in 2015. Laird Superfoods contain no artificial flavors, colors, or additives, and no sugars from highly refined corn syrup. All Laird products are sustainably sourced and thoroughly tested to ensure that you're incorporating the cleanest, finest fuel in to your routine. All Laird products are also made of all-natural whole food ingredients, and they are crafted from the highest quality all-natural real food ingredients. Are you ready to feel more energized, focused, and supported? Go to LairdSuperfood.com and add nourishing plant-based foods to fuel you from sunrise to sunset. Use our promo code BOO at checkout to save 15% off your purchase today. I love smoothies, but I don't love smoothie bar prices. With my Blendjet 2 Portable Blender, I can make smoothie bar quality beverages for a fraction of the price. Blendjet 2 is portable, so you can blend up a smoothie at work, a protein shake at the gym, or even a margarita on the beach. It's small enough to fit in a cup holder, but powerful enough to blast through tough ingredients like ice and frozen fruit with ease. Blendjet 2 is whisper quiet, so you can make your morning smoothie without waking the whole house. Lasts for 15 plus blends and recharges quickly via USB-C. Best of all, Blendjet 2 cleans itself. Just blend water with a drop of soap and you're good to go. There are also over 30 plus colors to choose from. I myself chose black because it matches the color of my soul. What are you waiting for? Go to blendjet.com and grab yours today. And be sure to use the promo code BOO12 to get 12% off your order and free two-day shipping. No other portable blender on the market comes close to this quality, power, and innovation of the Blendjet 2. They guarantee you'll love it or your money back. Blend anytime, anywhere with the Blendjet 2 Portable Blender. Go to blendjet.com and use the code BOO12 to get 12% off your order and free two-day shipping. Shop today and get the best deal ever. (laughs) So we got a new fern. Just kidding. We didn't. We didn't. Fern's Fern's gone. She's dead. Plus Lily. Plus Lily, yeah. And uh, at this point, we're transitioning to some new characters mid-movie a I little bit. I Hank and Fern. Too. You did? Yeah. Aw. Hank with cute. everybody. Not Hank. I, Hank. Hank. The whoops driver. Oh, my bad. My bad. Different. <laughs> <laughs> Different shipment. My bad. You met Hank and Fern. Aw. Okay. I can see that. I, that. He seemed very distraught at her death. Mm-hmm. Which, well, I mean, they I were mean, also just friends. Well, I would be also, distraught if you died. Distraught. I feel like I would be distraught too if I walked up even on people that I didn't know and their like intestines were ripped out, ripped out and yeah. all over the place. Just in like complete shock. Yeah. Because it's not even like you walk up on like just a dead body. It's like a gruesome dead body. Yeah. That's Some one that has been destroyed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Um, I also loved how the whole time they are just ignoring the three randos in the back that were just oh, like yeah. crying and stuff. And, and then how uh, Cliff is like, get this crowd under control. Mm-hmm. And it's literally just three people. Um, but yeah. at Mindy, this you're point, on crowd control. That's right. And uh, I think at this point, too, Ronnie does mention he's like, I think it was zombies. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. Cliff goes, what, what could have done that? What could have done that? Yeah. And he's like, you want to really know what I'm thinking? Mm-hmm. I'm thinking zombies, ghouls. The undead. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
And, and I was like, he's not wrong. He's not too far off from the truth. But of course, Cliff is, um, he, for a good portion of the movie, is like uh, skeptical. Yeah. Uh, he's not thinking zombie. I mean, he knows something weird is happening, but he's not thinking zombies. Yeah, because mm-hmm. who's, I mean, unless yeah. you're like a fan of sci-fi and stuff, that probably isn't going to be your immediate reaction. Yeah, and I think until you see a zombie, if you told me zombies were... Even if like the sky was dark and stuff was happening outside right now, if you told me zombies were outside, I probably would still be like, until I see a zombie in front of me, I'd probably be like, probably not. Probably not real. Yeah. And if they were zombies, I would hope that they would be like these zombies. Yeah. Because I feel like they're they're not as scary as like the trained Busan zombies mm-hmm. and stuff those like are, that. You're fucked with yeah. those. They're too fast. They're, they're so too... fast. <laughs> And exactly. I feel like those are like are like the World War Z zombies. Mm-hmm. Those are like, and they start like they work like ants. They start like climbing on each other. They oh, help each other right. up. Yeah, like that's yeah, that's you're kind of. Uh, I would just, Walking Dead zombies take it all day. Yeah, they move slow. Cut off the head. You're good to go. Just a little horde. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, hopefully you don't get caught by a horde. Yeah, that's what ultimately you know kills them. That's how too. most people get killed yeah. by the hordes and stuff. But. It really is. Numbers are your friends mm-hmm. and your enemy. Depends on whose numbers. If you have a big group, that's good for you. But if the zombies are outnumber you, then that's bad. Yep. Because you can't fight off everybody. But even in the end of this, I thought like oh, some some way they can they can fight all these off. It's just a small town. I don't know. Yeah, I yeah. thought I thought they could have lived too, but that wasn't that's in not the that wasn't in the script. <laughs> nope. Um, and so I think now we're after having the conversation and Mindy goes and does the crowd control and they're going to try to get to the bottom of it. Um, we transition over to Austin uh, Butler's characters, right? And yeah. Selena Gomez and someone else is with them. Yeah. I don't think he's as big of a name as either <laughs> Unfortunately. Of them. His name is Luca Sabat. Got it. Sabat. Sabat. Um, but know. yeah, they're basically um, on a road Zach, trip. Zoe and mm-hmm. what was Jack? Jack. Jack was Austin Butler. Zoe is obviously Selena, Selena Gomez. Gomez. Mm-hmm. And then Zach was Jack. Uh, what did I just say his name was? Luca. Luca. But yeah, they're they're passing through this town essentially, and they need to get gas. So that's really their only reason for stopping. Um, and they end up pulling into, um, the gas station that Bobby works at. Apparently that's the gas station. Yeah. Yeah. His little convenience store slash gas station. And as they were driving up, the dead don't die started playing. Oh, that's true. Again. Mm -hmm. And And she's like, I love this song. I love this song. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. And, um, and then she was like, Oh, the dead don't die. And I was like, we could have, cause every time the movie ever says it's title, Mm -hmm. like if someone says the title, I'm like, roll credits. That's it. So Mm -hmm. that's, yeah. And mm-hmm. I was like, we could have rolled the credits like 80 times by now with how But that just goes to show how much they, they are hammering it in. Yeah. I'm like, this is the theme song. This is the theme song. Mm-hmm. This is the whole point of it. The dead do not die. Yeah. But they t- end up at Bobby's gas station. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Bobby's gas station slash. Comic book store slash convenience store slash. Everything, everything everything you need store yeah i would have been a cool store to go to it also just kind of looked like his bedroom yeah <laughs> it was such a, a, a right, and, and like assortment of stuff mm-hmm. he's got like a night of the living dead poster on mm-hmm. on the case and stuff like that too yeah which i was like oh what a good little nod to all these zombie movies but it would have been cooler if he was wearing a he he was wearing a nosferatu mm-hmm, sure. shirt which gets pointed out by zoe yeah mm-hmm. but it would have been fun if he had some sort of zombie 
even more meta. Mm-hmm. Um, but he ends up uh, speaking to Miss Zoe because she kind of comes up and she's asking him questions. Um, and you kind of get like the, this is a point where when he sees her, you get like this glitter, like sparkle around her face, yeah. which is kind of just like, uh, there's a few moments in the movie where, I don't know if that's called, it's not breaking the fourth wall, but it's kind of like, uh, it almost makes it like magical, fantastic. Yeah. 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 I like a fairy tale movie or something yeah, like that. Cause mm-hmm. all of a sudden she like lit quite literally lights up mm-hmm. and, uh, and it's basically just supposed to show like, man, he like, Oh man, here's a cute girl. Like, you know, yeah, cause she was also looking really fucking good. Yeah. Whenever she, she looks, was walking around in the little blue shorts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was like, damn Selena, mm-hmm. you go Zoe. Um, yeah, she looked really good. And, Sorry, I want to backtrack just two uh-huh. little bits to the little kids that as they were coming out of the, of the out of the convenience store because mm-hmm. the little kids were like there before and Bobby's like bye and then one of them goes turn blue Bobby oh that's right <laughs> and then and then the other and then as Austin Butler's character uh, Jack tries to say like oh hey kids they go eat me. Mm-hmm. And I was like, these little kids are just so fucking. And doesn't he say like, oh, cute kids or something like yeah. that? Mm-hmm. It was so funny. The turn blue, Bobby. He didn't even hesitate with that comment. Yeah. He was, Bobby was like, bye. These are some badass little kids. Yeah. I was like, oh, and then they die later. We mm-hmm. see them back at the store. Where they love to be at because yep. they got candies. Um, and so Snapple. Uh, with um, Zoe, she's talking to him. They And then the two boys come back up to the counter where he's at. And they're basically kind of like giving him a hard time. Yeah, essentially. They're like they're bullies. They're, they're just being dicks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, because I guess they can kind of tell like he's into like, you know, more um, like comic book stuff, sci-fi stuff. And yeah. so, you nerdy know, mm-hmm. I was not going to use the term nerdy. Oh. I feel personally attacked. Thank you, Caitlin. Me too. No, I'm just kidding. I mean- <laughs> but yes, nerdy things. And so um, they're being dicks. And so she is, does she ask him about the motel or they just end up at the motel? Is yeah. That what it is? Yeah. She, she does ask mm-hmm. him about the motel. And he was like, yeah, we've got one. It's kind of like an old school vibe. Mm-hmm. And then that's when the guy goes like, oh, like in Psycho with these little bungalows. And he was like, the Bates Motel in Psycho was not these bungalow. little bungalows yeah. separated bungalows <laughs> he which, got so offended yeah which i did too well because he was like don't be a dick in my store and then also give false Mis-quote information literally or misrepresent a film yeah and so um at this point too i think they also they mentioned something else i was just gonna say it and i forgot that fast but yes there's the whole little interaction they learn they about the motel they call him frodo that's right which is that's the whoops only the whoops driver can call him photo frodo photo frodo yeah uh, What's but photo they end up um heading out they're going to the motel and at this point do they end up bumping into ronnie and cliff right before going in because he's talking to danny right um yes but before that we bump back to zelda going to the police department oh that's right and it's this is really like maybe not an important scene but we get zelda coming in and asking mendy if uh her and the physically attractive one are dating Mm -hmm. which would be ronnie Ronnie. yeah asking about ronnie and mendy and i love how zelda also uses their full names Mm -hmm. she's like officer minerva something and she's like you can just call me mindy yeah mm-hmm. and because and then mindy also called zelda by her last name miss winston she was like you can call me zelda mm-hmm. but then 
she uses everyone's full name, mm-hmm. which it just, it was funny to me. Yeah. I don't know why. The whole movie is funny to you, Caitlin. It is. You've mentioned it a hundred times. I like it. It's, or you said it was a hundred. What did you say earlier? Something about a hundred. I don't remember. But yes, it also just goes to show that like even more so Zelda is not normal essentially yeah. in her interactions with the other town folk. And she feels very like, are you in this human? Like, co- I don't know the what's, word. A, what's a word for dating that sounds. Well, it's like whatever, like it gives very like Sheldon from like Big Bang yeah. Theory, how he talks about people are using coitus like or something like that. Yeah. yeah. Not not something that a normal person would just, even if they were talking about this stuff, like. Like very formal. Technical terms. Technical terms. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so they end up um, going to the motel. Cohabitating. Cohabitating. Is that what she said? No. Oh, okay. But <laughs> she, she, d- she does actually use the word dating, mm-hmm. but it feels like she would be. Just mm-hmm. talking as if like like she's an alien and she's observing this mm-hmm. species and trying to figure out, try, trying to get all the knowledge. But we don't know that she's an alien just yet. No, we don't. No. Um, and so at this point, um, I think we're back at the motel, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they run, Danny and Cliff and Ronnie are there talking. Yeah. Danny, Cliff, Ronnie are there. That's the same right, Danny. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they're basically talking about, well, Danny brings up how his cats are missing mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And Cliff was just basically like, okay, well they could just be hiding. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> they're trying to just rationalize it. Yeah. And then, then they're talking and Zoe needs money for the, the snack machine. snack machine. Yeah, because, because she's there. She's asking if there's a diner or something open in town, but they're like, unfortunately, uh, as of this morning, it is no longer open. Yeah. Um, because Closed obviously we saw what happened with Fern and Lily. And so she's the uh, Danny says that there's a vending machine inside, but she needs quarters. So Ronnie starts giving her change, um, which he doesn't even exchange. He just gives her and you yeah. can tell that he's like flirting with her in, in a way. Mm hmm. Um, and even Cliff and Danny are just kind of watching like what's happening like, here. Yeah. And um, she was kind of flirting back. Yeah. She was like, I like your badge. Just a little and bit. Stuff, mm-hmm. Which was like, what? <laughs> it's what happened next though that honestly kind of made me LOL because he's, they're looking at him like what? And he's just like, uh, I have an affinity for Mexicans. That girl's part Mexican. That girl is part Mexican. And they're like, how do you know that? And he's like, I just know. I have an affinity for them. I've yeah. been down there twice. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. Oh my like, gosh. Oh God. That's okay. hilarious. No, it reminds me of every other white person that comes into my work and is like, oh, I just love Mexico. I've been to Mexico so much. And then they try to speak Spanish to me and I'm like, uh-huh. <laughs> okay. Don't Thank speak. you. Don't and then they're that. like, I just, well, and then they're always like, oh, I just, I know the cuisine. I know it like it's the back of my hand. I, I'm a professional now. Oh my God, give me the chili relleno. I've had, I've eaten so many different kinds of chili rellenos. Oh my God, I just love chili rellenos <laughs> and beans. And it's, yeah. I but, do love beans. And beans are good. I love beans too. But it's, yeah, it's just the energy. Um, And so anyways, at this point, are we back with the kids at the detention center? Because I think they're, they're, they're now talking or whatever. Um. Or no, it's yeah. Hermit Bob finds M- Moby Dick f- first off, and he we get a quote that he uses again at the end of the movie that like numberless souls mm-hmm. with numerous 
something. I don't know. I wrote it down at the end of the movie, but again, mm-hmm. didn't write it down here. Because it's like a poem, essentially. It almost kind of rhymes, like all of his narration at the end mm-hmm. and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like an outro. And um, so he quoted Moby Dick there, and he'll quote it again at the end. Mm-hmm. Um, so just a weird, weird little random thing. But yes, then we are with the kids and Geronimo they're looking out the window at this mm-hmm. moment kind of like trying to see everything unfold because weird shit is happening like the world looks like it's apocalyptic yeah mm-hmm. exactly and Geronimo pops up and basically he's talking about it being the undead mm-hmm. and he's saying yeah no this is that's what's happening it's literally because it's, it's so dry it's literally just saying no this is what it is yep and then uh, of course the asshole freaking detention center worker comes up and is like come on stop being with the girls you got to go back to your Do you own want to be a girl geronimo yeah he said that earlier mm-hmm. but still so they were assholes yeah but i guess that's how it'd be um and so yeah, we're probably. back um with cliff and ronnie because they're actually going to check out like the cemetery to see if, if you know their suspicions are true um and yeah we have them catching and looking on all these open graves yeah cliff literally falls into one of the yeah. holes mm-hmm. <laughs> And I love how he kind of still, he didn't. He's still skeptical at yeah, this he point. he didn't feel like he still believed it. Yeah. And I was like, yo, you literally just fell in a grave. But okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like to him, there's still something like rational. And this is another point where Adam goes, this isn't going to end well. Nope. Yeah. And um, I think even Hermit Bob follows them after and goes to the graves too to yeah, check out Hermit what they were Bob looking at. looking at the holes now. Mm-hmm. And he was like, God damn it, ghouls, full on flesh eating zombie shit. No question. Mm hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely calling it as it is. And at this point, I think, um, what's his face? Cliff and Ronnie, they're, they're talking and they're, um, I think this is where we get the conversation of like how you like deal with zombies, right? Because yeah. he's telling him, like, uh, cut off. We get this, like, said so many times throughout the movie cut off the head, make yeah. sure to kill the head. Only way to kill the dead is to kill the head. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is pretty much true in all zombie movies. I feel like they yeah. all follow that same. Or double tap, mm-hmm. at least. You have double to, like, tap, or the brain, the, right? Yeah. That's what it is. Got to do something in the brain because the brain's what's reanimating them. Mm-hmm. Um, I also love how. At, mm, <laughs> I just keep wanting Ronnie. to call him Adam. Ronnie. I love how Ronnie was like, uh, so are we going to keep on informing people? Because mm-hmm. we just passed Farmer Miller's house and Cliff goes, fuck Farmer Miller. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> We're not letting him know shit. Yeah. And then he was like, uh, but he is a civilian of this town. Yeah. And he's like, fine, we'll have Mindy call him. Yeah. Let him know. But we're not going to his fucking house. That was a funny tidbit to me. Everybody too. hates Farmer Miller. Yeah, they do. And so, um, yeah, like they were talking about what they're going to do. And then at this point, it transitions over to Zoe and Zach and what's the other boy's name? Zoe, Zach and Jack. Jack. Zach and Jack just rhymes too much. But yeah, yeah, they're watching the news and they're also kind of figuring out like, oh, shit, like some serious stuff is going down. And this is on the news. I love how yet again it goes. It looked like an attack by wild animals or maybe several wild animals. (laughs) Yeah, that's that's the Rosie Perez character. Yeah, she's pretty. I love her delivery. It's really funny. Yeah. Um, And um, at this point, what's his name? Uh, Danny. He's outside and he's trying to still look for his cats. And he I love how the more zombies start like popping up and they start to see the marquee and like the lights for the motel. And they're right free behind cable. him and they're just like free cable. And he turns on, he's like, yeah, free cable. And before Dead. he can even, you know, finish the sentence, he starts getting attacked by them. So it's just like how the ones from earlier were talking about like the uh, hot coffee and they're like free cable. It's trying to like, you know, 
um, do show the thread line where we learn later that like they all start to basically essentially they're drawn to what they were in life doing what they were before they died yeah yeah mm-hmm. and uh at this point we're back uh with cliff and ronnie and they go back to the station that Mi- where mindy is at and this is where we get um miss chardonnay mm-hmm. uh what's her name again mallory mallory yes. mallory, mallory yeah. is her name in this film mm-hmm. um yeah she just gets up and she's all of a sudden standing there because they were having a very matter-of-fact conversation uh-huh. where ronnie was just delivering everything like well this is what it is this was happening and then i love how even mindy was like but the people on the radio and the, they're saying that that's not true and he just looked at her like mm-hmm. are you serious right now Mindy?" yeah <laughs> yeah and then and then all of a sudden wow yeah, Mallory's Mallory standing up. up, and they're like, "What the fuck?" And she yeah. goes, "Chardonnay." I love how they're just like, "Did she just like, say oh, Chardonnay?" Shit. Did she just say that? And Cliff is like, "Yup." That's exactly what she said. Because uh, even whenever earlier he was like, Cliff was even talking in about death, her body. Yeah, even mm-hmm. in death, you still smell like Chardonnay. <laughs> yeah. So this woman had an affinity for Chardonnay. Yes. And so that's all she keeps saying. And it's funny because Cliff wants to like try to take care of it. And so he tries to shoot her, but he misses like three times, even though she's right in front of him. Yeah. And so I love how Ronnie's like, it's okay. I'll take care of it. And he starts like cacking. One, where did he get the machete from? Well, but, they right? just came in from the tool store. The tool store. Okay. So they had right. all of the, and that's what they were speaking so matter of factly mm-hmm. about because Mindy was like, why do we even need all this? Yeah. What is this for? And he was like, well, there's zombies out yeah. there. So blah, blah, blah. We need this. And so, yeah, that's where he got the machete from. But and it wasn't a very sharp machete. No. Because it, it took him like five, seven hacks to like yeah. chop her head off. And then when he did, like all of this ash and like decay, I don't know, started like popping out of her body. Um, It looked like like, when like you a miss. Like a little fungus. Yeah. Like, yeah, a, like, a, onion, like a, a mushroom spore. Yeah. yeah. I was about to say onion sh- spore. Um, but they, they knock her head off and her head rolls on the floor and she's still saying Chardonnay, Chardonnay. which really freaks Mindy out. <laughs> yeah, she just screams. Yeah. Mindy does not handle this well. No, she is definitely the character in a movie that like is freaking out at um, times 1000%. Yes. Throughout the whole movie. She's never really chill. No. Um, And so at this point, um, after they knock her head off, they're still trying to like think about like what the fuck we're going to do. But Zelda ends up like walking through the streets and like, killing all these zombies with her sword her katana and like they're watching her do it and she comes up to the station and this is when they're like trying to figure out what to do next and she's flirting with um what's his face ronnie ronnie and then even between that i think it cut to the farmer with the zombies because they end up knocking at his door yeah farmer miller's getting attacked Mm -hmm. i also love how we flash to zelda and she's like making the bodies she's doing the most oh that's what it is yes i'm sorry she's (laughs) i got ahead she looks like she's making them like drag queens yeah and it's very like ursula got green blush Mm -hmm. yeah and stuff like that and then whenever they their bodies are moving their arms are moving out their eyes keep popping open and i like the little dings that happen when their eyes flashed open um and then whenever they stood up or sat up Mm -hmm. they didn't stand sorry Whenever they sat up and she just like, so I love it. And she says right before she's like, so the dead just don't want to die today. Exactly. Yeah. And then she was like, that's a shame. I Mm -hmm. had them looking so bonnie. So what is bonnie or bonnie? Bonnie is bonnie. Like Bonnie and Clyde or like no clue. Okay. Because I I heard her say that too, but I was like, what does that even mean? Yeah. Maybe it just means maybe she didn't know she's an alien. So maybe she thought it meant like beautiful or something like that or something, some character she saw. Or maybe it's a Scottish thing. Maybe. 
So Bonnie, I thought like, My like Bonnie I thought she said, but you said your um closed captioning said Bonnie, right? Because mm-hmm. I didn't have the closed captioning on, so I just heard it. I thought she said like balmy, like embalmed, like, like oh. a balmy, like I don't know, or balmy like dewy. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. But yes, she cut off she cut off their heads so like unfazed as well. Yeah, and was was just like, okay, yeah, it's it's time to cut off the heads. Mm -hmm. (laughs) She knew what to do immediately. Very very normal thing. Mm -hmm. But yeah, then Farmer Miller's getting attacked, and And then we're back with Bobby and Hank at the hardware store. Yeah, Mm -hmm. and we're seeing like all of these. We're also getting the flashes of the zombies like going up to the to Bobby's store saying like candy, mm-hmm. Snapple, Siri. Yeah. Yeah. And then going up the one of at the pharmacy going Xanax. Oh, yeah. Oxy. <laughs> like just running into the door. Um, and then that's when we see that the whoops guy got eaten. Yeah. Sad. But okay. um, we're gathering that they're somewhat intelligent zombies at least they're Mm -hmm. allowed to talk they are what's the word like sentient is that the right word to say yeah yeah and they communicate with each other Mm -hmm. which also hella scary Mm -hmm. because then zombies can create democracies (gasps) and like form societies and then we'll have a zombie society well that's wild i guess if we're all zombies it wouldn't be much different that's true yeah (laughs) huh that really like drives in like his movie really does make you like start asking questions because then it's like if that did become a thing, what is the ethical thing? Do we like do a genocide and like Kill eradicate them? them or do we let them create their own society and like live peacefully with they zombies live peacefully because they would have to eat flesh. human flesh at some point. Like, yeah. how does that work? Yeah. Who knows? Who knows? Did you know that dehydration is the leading cause of daytime fatigue? I was shocked to learn that even mild dehydration can cause headaches, muscle weakness, and brain fog. But luckily, there's a solution. Cure. Cure Hydration is an oral rehydration solution that contains the perfect balance of electrolytes and glucose to help your body absorb water and rehydrate quickly. The formula is made with all natural ingredients like coconut water, powder, and pink Himalayan salt and is free from artificial flavors, sweeteners, and preservatives. Cure Hydration is vegan, gluten-free, and non-GMO making it a great option for anyone with dietary restrictions or preferences. The packets are convenient and easy to use. Just mix with water and drink. They're perfect for on-the-go, travel, or anytime you need a quick and effective hydration boost. Hydration is more than just drinking water. That's what Lauren Picasso, a lifelong endurance athlete, discovered as she struggled to stay hydrated no matter how much water she drank. Lauren founded Decure, a science-backed electrolyte drink mixed to make hydrating easy for everyone. Cure believes that hydration should be simple and effective, but also clean and natural. That's why they use only the highest quality plant-based ingredients and avoid any artificial or harmful additives. They're committed to transparency and honesty. All of their ingredients are clearly listed on their website and packaging, and they're always happy to answer any questions or concerns. Ready to combat dehydration? Try Cure today and feel the difference for yourself. Use code BOO for 20% off your order. Are you tired of the same old boring puzzles? Mix things up with Wongo puzzles. Each puzzle is a custom design with intricate patterns and whimsical shapes that will keep you engaged for hours. Plus, their eco-friendly materials and commitment to sustainability make Wongo puzzles a guilt-free way to unwind. Wongo puzzles are 100% wooden puzzles, meaning they'll last forever. Each piece is hand-drawn, so no two pieces are the same, and you'll discover some fun, whimsy pieces as you work through it. They come in a custom wooden box, which is perfect for storage and gifting. With stunning design and unique shapes, Wongo puzzles are a cut above the rest. 
So what are you waiting for? Go to wongopuzzles.com and pick your puzzle today. And be sure to use the promo code BOO and get 10% off of your order. This is the most fun you've had with a puzzle guaranteed or your money back. Go to wongo, W-O-N-G-O, puzzles.com and use the code BOO to get 10% off your order and get puzzling right now. Wongo. Um, and so, um, there, all that shit is happening. And then this is when we're, I got ahead earlier. My bad. We're back at the station and Zelda starts showing up after killing all those zombies and they're watching her do it. Um, and so she really looks like she can handle herself well, essentially. Um, she just, uh, is like so casually killing the zombies on her way up mm -hmm. and stuff too. Um, I like how before, as they're just watching her come up, mm -hmm. they're like, they're talking and Mindy's oh, like, isn't this me. where you're supposed to tell me that it's like all just a bad dream, like this, that it's all going to be okay and it'll all go away just like a bad dream. And Cliff, Ronnie was Ronnie. like, I can't tell you that. He's like, I can't lie to you. Yeah. yeah. And then Cliff says it. And then she was like, really? And <laughs> Ronnie's like, I doubt it. Yeah. And I was like, motherfucker. It was pretty funny. <laughs> it was. Um, and we also briefly had flashed to the detention center too, and all the guards are getting eaten, but mm -hmm. the kids are safe. Just a random, they're like so random in the story. Yeah. It's literally like one, literally whenever they come up, it's literally like almost like no more than like a minute or two. And then it like f goes back to everybody else. Yeah. Mm -hmm. They're definitely the side characters, but yeah, Zelda is coming up casually killing all the zombies on her way. And they're like, she's strange. She's mm -hmm. Scottish. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's where she's flirting and stuff with, with Ronnie. Ronnie. And she sees his keychain and it's the Falcon, the Millennium Falcon. Millennial. Oh my God. Millennium Falcon. I don't think it was the Millennium Falcon. Was it not? Oh. Maybe it was. Yeah, Just maybe a Starfighter? Yeah. Maybe. No, I think it was. You're right. It looked like the shape of it. Or was it Kylo Ren's ship? Um... I don't know. I don't specifically remember what his ship looks like. Me neither. But I do know what the Millennium Falcon looks like, and it looked like that yeah. shape. Mm -hmm. But I digress. It's Star Wars, and I don't think it matters. But she was, yeah. like, making the point that, like, oh, that's a very great, you know, piece of fiction. Fiction, yeah. Which is both jokes because she's an alien, and then, like, he's obviously from Star Wars. Exactly. Um, And at that point, they're... Oh. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I love how everyone was struggling to get the bolt off the door, oh, yeah. that thing. And then whenever Zelda puts it back after they've gone outside, because basically they decide to go uh, patrol again and mm -hmm. Zelda's going to stay there and do the communications the and all that stuff yeah. and be in charge of all that. And Ronnie at first was like, is this even OK? And Cliff was like, yeah, it's fine. Mm -hmm. um, but everyone was like using two hands and like struggling to get the bolt off of the door and mm -hmm. Zelda just puts it back with one hand. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. She's like so strong. Mm -hmm. I was like, that's, that's pretty cool. It's pretty badass. Well, and also she's an alien and also it's funny because like you said, Ronnie was like, someone should stay with her and she obviously can handle herself. So yeah. that's what that was, uh, to show for. And then, um, they end up leaving her, they go on the streets. Um, and, Basically, we're observing all the zombies kind of doing what they were doing earlier and like, you know, um, trying to they're gravitating to what they're familiar with, which is getting explained by Ronnie. Mm -hmm. And it's also funny to me because Ronnie is very much like a, 
the person who has all the info to where it's almost like, um, which we know why later he knows everything, but it, it becomes like, you know, too much. Like, yeah. what aren't you, you're a part of this. Yeah. Are you causing this? You could have helped us prepare from mm-hmm. <laughs> a long time ago or yeah. something. Yeah. And this is where we get the scene where he like tells him to slow down and he hacks one's head off while mm-hmm. driving, which was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. I liked that. Um, and then Mindy, what they run one over and Mindy's yeah. like freaking out about yeah. them running it over. She's like, why'd you have to do that? Yeah. And yeah. he's like, it's not an ordinary pedestrian. Yeah. This is a little bit different, Mindy. And she was just like, no. Mindy the whole time has been very shaken by the situation. Yeah. Um, and they end up arriving to the motel, um, after, do they stop by anywhere else? They drive by the hardware store, do they not? Or no, that's after my bad. They yeah, go to a motel first. They, we they, do flash by Farmer Miller just blowing the heads off one by one. Oh, that's uh, true. And yelling fucking trespassers mm-hmm. at the zombies as they come up. And uh, which I feel like I wonder if he even realized they were zombies at that point. Or if no. he was just shooting them because they were trespassing. What's, when he shot that one at the door, he was like, well, that was fucking weird. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he's just going off on them. And then... We get back to the motel, mm-hmm. and that's whenever they're checking things out. Uh, does Danny pop out first? Is that what happens? Or no? They just end up going into the motel. Yeah, I don't think they see Danny until you know, later when, when they're, they're at all the coming cemetery. up. Yeah, yeah. Um, but they end up checking the rooms, and that's when we find that Zoe, Zach, and Jack were killed or attacked, probably by Danny. I'm sure. Yeah, I mm-hmm. think so. I think I think he was eating one of their arms whenever he was like Cleveland. Mm-hmm. I think he was maybe eating Zach's arm. Mm. And so that's whenever they end up, um, Ronnie goes in and he starts killing, uh, chopping off all their heads. Yep. Um, and And Mindy again is like, why are you doing that? They're just dead. And he was like, for now. Yeah. They're going to be. For now they're dead hipsters. They're going to reanimate. And he's just like holding Selena's head up by her hair. Yep. I Um, loved how he stopped right before her too, to mm -hmm. pick up the Sturgill Simpson CD. Yeah. And he was like, oh, Sturgill Simpson. Mm -hmm. And it was like. Boy, like you haven't heard this song enough. It's, he loves it. <laughs> he loves it. He loves it. He in honor it of Selena too, because she or Zoe, sorry, because she her character loved this the song as well. Yep, so um, much that she spent twelve dollars for a CD that had one track, one track only. <laughs> um, and so that's whenever um, we cut back to Miss Zelda at the police station, and she's doing um, she's like running code on the computer. Yeah, which was kind of it was very quick. It's a really quick blip, but yeah she's running code and that you can tell she's communicating with someone or something mm-hmm. um and at that point i was like there's something what is she doing she's up to something like yeah. her character seems shady um but at this point we're, we're back with them after you leave the hotel and they are passing by the hardware store yep and then mm-hmm. they put on the cd again too mm-hmm. um and at this point um we find out that bobby and hank are in the hardware store yeah right? they were like bobby and hank are in there do you think we should go get them and they're like no. Yeah. <laughs> Basically because they started attracting attention of some of the other that's ones. That's right. Yeah. And Mindy was like, please just drive. Get yeah. out of here. But yeah. And then that's when. Um, it gets to them in there and they're hiding out and they have the front of the thing boarded up. Right. Mm-hmm. But then we start hearing pounding on the back of their, the store. Yeah. They get, they're getting swarmed. Mm-hmm. And um, basically, yeah, they break through that back door and. You can just only assume you can hope that they fought their way out Mm -hmm. because you see them shoot one and then Hank tries to get another with like some shears. Yeah. 
but then needs Bobby's help. And then it cuts away from them. But there was a lot of zombies coming through there that door. There was at least 12 yeah. or something. It was a big little swarm of them. And a uh, big little swarm of them. Big little swarm. <laughs> and now, big little swarm. Um, but yeah, they are fighting and they're doing their best, but it, it cuts away from them. And then that's whenever we get back with the um, uh, the the children, the whatchamacallit, I don't know what to call them, the, the detainees? The, the, yeah, the, I just the, called the them preteens, the children. The children? Yeah. yeah. I called the Zoe and them the teens. The teens, okay. And then these gotcha. were the children. Okay, gotcha. <laughs> uh, we're back with the children at school, and at this point, this is where they're trying to escape, is it not? Yeah, mm-hmm. they're trying to get out, because obviously, like we saw earlier, all of the workers and stuff were getting attacked and killed. Um, and they make it out. They and, do. Mm-hmm. Uh, then we flashed a farmer Miller getting eaten. Yeah, through <laughs> the lens of Hermit Bob. Hermit Bob. Yeah. Yeah, through Hermit Bob's eyes, and he was like, basically like good riddance. And then mm-hmm. he was like, "This is good chicken." <laughs> he eats, <laughs> he's eating like a chicken leg. Yeah, or something. Which is where we saw where one of Farmer's Miller's chickens ended up. And at this point, I think we're back at the, we're not at the station, but we're with Mindy. Yeah, oh, we're yeah. back with their officers. And they're in the car. That's right. And then this and she's is freaking where out. Ronnie goes, this is definitely going to end badly. And mm-hmm. Cliff's like, shut up, yeah. Ronnie. And then Mindy's like, please stop fighting. Yeah. She's like freaking out in the back seat because they're like basically going on back and forth. And mm-hmm. Ronnie's just like, oh, well, what? Like, <laughs> yeah. it's definitely going to end badly. And at this point, Ian, uh, Mindy's also like being like, just tell me it's all going to be okay. Like, it's going to be okay. And I think what Cliff does try to tell her it's going to be okay. Um, and then, or he, Cliff's the one just trying to calm her down. Yeah. But at this point, is this where she sees her fucking grandma? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Granny's at the window. She, cause you hear one go, Mindy. Yeah. And she was like, oh God, Granny. Yeah. And she loses her shit and she's like, I can't take it anymore. I'm joining you. I'm coming, Granny. Yeah. She just, just gets like, out of the what? car to end it all. And like a swarm of zombies that are around them. So she obviously like you just start hearing her, you know, screaming Scream. and getting pulled away. And Cliff is like, Mindy, no. And Ronnie's like, seriously? <laughs> this fucking bitch. Yeah. She's dumb as hell. Literally. Yeah. And um, then we get this is where we get Zelda driving the smart mm-hmm. car. And she's like, what an odd piece of little yeah. machinery. Because she, she left their <laughs> station. She's leaving. Um, And she ends up in that smart car pulling up to a zombie girl who's just like. Fashion. fashion she's like a fashion zombie i guess yeah, yeah. <laughs> and she's like oh i know that tartan isn't yours yeah but your neck look, looks nice yeah and just like with the sword just like slashes slashes it right slash off, it right off and just pops i can off. assure you that is not your tartan mm-hmm. yeah. yeah yeah and so we I saw are my tartan when i went to scotland oh you did yeah my mother's maiden name is McAllister. Oh, okay so McAllister is uh-huh. pretty scottish and I found the McAllister plaid. Wow. Met, so I have a tartan. That's cool. Yeah. That's cool that you can trace your ancestry that far back. Well, it's just my mom. Oh. But I mean, <laughs> ish. I don't. I, well, the, I can't get past family. my parents' grandparents. Oh, yeah. <laughs> McAllister's just a Scottish name. Yeah. So. Oh, yeah. I remember it was pretty embarrassing when I had to do a family tree for the fourth grade. Oh, and yeah. trying to get information from my parents were like, we don't know. Yeah. We, we, no records, no nothing. Uh, I you should know. do 23 and me. Yeah. Have I, you? No. Mm-mm. It's kind of weird. I haven't. You have to but send your DNA in. I guess. But also, I feel like it, I don't know. Like, I don't really care to, like, 
know what percentage of whatever it would be. It would be way more interesting if the 23 and me could tell me like your grandmother was this person, your grandpa was that one person. Mm-hmm. You're, you know what I mean? Like, that's what I need. Like, I don't even have names of people. Yeah. Like, it's just like, we don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I um, know. We know back to, I know I had a great grandma, Mac. Great grandma, Mac. Yep. Great grandma. On your mom's side. Mac, Mac. Yeah. Yeah. That's wild. But also back to the movie, um, Ronnie and Cliff are stuck in the car, obviously, because there's, all these zombies hoarding around them they're just like driving really slowly essentially mm-hmm. trying to get through it and um at this point ronnie is saying again like i know this is gonna end all badly and cliff is finally like fed up with it and he's like why why do you keep saying that how you, did you, you know you've been you, saying that all day since the beginning you've mm-hmm. been saying it and <laughs> ronnie is like well do you really want to know and i thought cliff is just like yeah i i'm asking you i really really want to know mm-hmm. Um, and he's like, well, it's because I read the script. Yep. And then Cliff was like, what? Yeah. And he was like, yeah, Jim, what, what's the Jim's Jim, the, the director. Yeah. Jim, he was like, Jim, give me the Mm -hmm. whole script. And Cliff was like, what the fuck? Like I've done so much for that guy. And I was only given our scenes. Yeah. And he was like, so offended personally with just like what the hell yeah and he's like basically in the dark of what was supposed to happen and ronnie or adam drive because at this point it's weird because it's not breaking the fourth wall but it is kind of breaking the fourth wall because it's like are these the actors that we know that are playing these characters or is it just some random actors playing these characters in this yeah movie? you know what i mean exactly not actually them themselves but um yeah uh cliff is just like damn well i'll be damned essentially um and that's whenever i think this what they see the zelda the Zel- fucking flying saucer pops up yeah they're yep. they're trying to drive and whatever they start to see a flying saucer pop up and we, that's whenever we it was cutting in between zelda showing up at the cemetery and walking into them through the zombies and they're not even attacking her. yeah they're parting they're parting for her and she's going right to the center and that flying saucer come and just comes and abducts her just beams her right up and at first i thought oh maybe she's taking the zombies with her or something like that but no it just takes her herself yep and then it goes right off yeah uh, you can i can assume that that coding is was her calling for help Mm, yeah that's that's what what i was getting and that she was like i'm bouncing out this earth is doomed right now Yeah. yeah we can't terraform here anymore yeah literally um and so she ends up leaving and I love how Ronnie and Cliff are like, did you see that? Like, what the Have fuck was that? What I'm seeing? And, and then what so. Cliff says, is that in the script? And he was like, no, it wasn't in mine. Uh, yeah. Not in the one I read. Yeah. And they were like, I knew there was something unusual about her. And so at this point, after she gets beamed up, they're just like sitting there and Cliff is like, well, how does it end? And then Ronnie's like, badly. Um, but we got to give it our best shot. Exactly. That's pretty much it. And so Hermit Bob is um, at this point, is that when the narration takes over? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Hermit Bob's like Cliff and Little Ronnie, warriors among the dead. And then he says zombies, remnants of the material of the materialistic people. And he's narrating. And basically this is where this is the quote from Melville, the nameless miseries of the numberless mortals. Mm-hmm. And he's just it's all these like poetic sentences that he's just saying back to back while we're watching hank not hank oh ronnie whenever hank does come up and ron and 
Cliff. Cliff decides to let him live. He's like, I can't do it, Hank. Just please and I love how try Hank to take care of yourself. And I love how Hank is polite, even in death. He just waves and he's like, okay. Yeah. I was like, he's he's so pure because through and through. All the townspeople that we've seen throughout the whole film are now walking up on them and they're having to basically kill them all off. We have, you know, Frank. We have and Bobby. Yeah. We had a granny, Cliff's granny. Um, we I love how Cliff like did not hesitate though to kill Granny. Oh, um, was it his Granny? I think it was his Granny. Oh, okay. or, 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 or Mindy's maybe Mindy's Granny. It might have been Mindy's Granny then. Yeah, it was someone's Granny. Um, but then he you lets should Frank, say hi to Grandpa. But then he lets Frank go, and then Hank go. He, Hank go. He does kill Frank. That's he goes, right. Fuck you, Frank. You reap what you sow, and <laughs> he blows his head right off. Wait, the Miller. farmer Miller. Yeah, farmer yeah, yeah. Miller. My bad. I got. I put an F for an H should have been. No, right, I think. I think his name is Frank. I okay. think it's Frank Miller. Oh, okay, gotcha. And then might be. he lets Hank go. Yeah. Go. Too many inks, and then maybe pops up and he kills her. Um, yeah, Ronnie and kills. They just end up her right dead. And they end up getting surrounded by all the zombies. Yep, mm-hmm. and this is where we get Hermit Bob saying, "The dead just don't want to die today." Mm-hmm. reanimated and jacked up just like those ants it's the end of the world and he goes this is the sad end of cliff and ronnie what a fucked up world yeah and then the movie ends and that's it and that's 2019's the dead don't die the dead oh the dead don't die is that it's how it goes same as you and I. something like that do you have any fun facts for this one? I do, but how about you tell me your boo rating first? Cause no, let's do the finger... fun facts. Okay. Fun facts now. Fun facts now. My fingers are hitting all that. the wrong buttons. It's okay. <laughs> um, I'll get to it. I'll tell you trivia. what. Okay. Oh, there's a trivia. That's where I get my fun facts oh, from. Okay. Um, the giant ant hills are real, and they were an accidental Ooh. discovery while filming Hermit <laughs> Bob in the Woods. Jim liked them so much, he added the scene and the dialogue spontaneously. Oh. Well, that Those works. were some really fucking massive anthills. Yeah. I thought they were just. It looked more like termite. Yeah. Like domes, mounds. Theme mounds. Yeah. Whatever those are called. They were huge. Um, When. Oh, that's so fun. Okay. Someone actually this. died on set. And there was a real zombie. No, yes. <laughs> um, when the three cops were driving down the road toward the cemetery, Adam Driver's character leans out the window with a machete to cut off the head of one particular mm-hmm. zombie. The zombie is dressed in the same clothes and with the same hair as Bill Murray's character in the 2009 Zombieland. Oh, okay. I get it. Yeah. yeah. Which? Oh, wow. Yeah. Bill Murray was in two zombie movies. Now mm-hmm. I think about it. He was in Zombieland. It's Bill freaking Murray. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad he got a bigger role in this part than yeah. just like getting axed off but zombie in his in that role it's pretty funny yeah it was um according to jim jarmusch iggy pop asked him prior to shooting what the backstory for his zombie character was and jarmusch explained he and his girlfriend were killed on his motorcycle in 1973 after leaving a blue oyster cult concert iggy pop actually performed with blue oyster cult and kiss in 1973 oh wow um oh the singer That's of the cute. film's theme song, Sturgill Simpson, has a cameo as the, as the zombie with the guitar. Oh, really? Yep. And then he this... He got a lot... Just Jim Jarmusch must really like be likable because he got a lot of big names to be in this movie. Yeah, he really did. Yeah. Um, The movie is filled with references to George A. Romero's Night of the Living Dead, including mm-hmm. an appearance of the infamous naked zombie played by the original actress. Oh, yeah, there was a naked zombie. Mm. in there and so that was played by the original actress also the three hipster teens are mistakenly believed to come from pittsburgh the city romero studied and start mm-hmm. his director career in 
Gotcha. So. Oh, yeah. Because Danny was like, oh, yeah, they're from Pittsburgh. And he's like, but then why does Ronnie was like, why does Lysa please say Ohio or yeah, something like that? I bet you it's Cleveland. Yeah. That's that's my fun facts for this. Ooh. Well, thank you for, for that. Film. This? Those are fun. I liked I liked the zombie land little cameo mm-hmm. reference. That's so fun. That was. um, Yeah, I'm reading up on this Jarmushka. I have to read more even later. He's a pretty interesting character. Um, yeah, so boo ratings. Let's go into it. I would have to say um, there is a lot of... I feel like there were a lot of good and funny scenes in the movie and dialogue-wise that had me laughing. But I also feel there were... I feel like maybe a, like the kids' scenes and stuff that kind of felt a little bit like uh, added for runtime maybe. Yeah. Not essentially to like drive the plot. Um, and then even a few instances with some of the other uh, characters in the movie. But even when they were kind of talking, it felt at times like, honestly, I really, I would have also just loved it if it was Cliff and Ronnie the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> like, cause they were really like the stars of the movie and their chemistry and like they're talking and banter together. Um, but overall, I'd say I'd have to get it like a 2.5. 2.5. Yeah. Wow. It's a 2.5. Like right so. in the middle. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. I know you loved it. It's like <laughs> going to get a five from you. But um, there were just some hit and misses on some of the jokes. There were some jokes that were for me that were like just like so funny that some of the other jokes and dialogue weren't as funny as mm. those jokes. Like mm-hmm. the Chardonnay bit. Like that was hilarious. Like the several animal wild animals, wild animals. Like that was hilarious. Like there was yeah. a very laugh out loud moments, but then there were a few moments where I was like, it doesn't compare to like what I was just watching. Yeah. In essence. But That's fair. um but and also it's just a weird ass movie. Yeah. Like there's really kind of no um it's like you're basically watching that some something that's happening, and I feel like there's no beginning and end, really. Yeah. Like it's you're just kind of getting an excerpt. So I feel like there was kind of that wanting of some not not closure, but maybe like mm, a a bigger like the the thing with the alien the ship, like maybe something for there to be more tied in with that part. But also, I was in reading up in the movie. There's a lot of like. Um, metaphor and like he's really trying to make a commentary on like the whole polar fracking and all that stuff and even the polar fracking i don't think that they're fracking at the polar at the poles right now but they are fracking like on our you know on our soil here in america and stuff like that and like other climate change um events that are kind of polluting and making the world bad for us and i feel like um it's not my idea but i know that i read somewhere that uh zelda's character was essentially like the rich people who like can avoid the problem and yeah. like, Oh, we're, we're leaving. We're just going to go to outer space. Yeah. Literally like that. So it's pretty smart. It's a pretty smart and dead and pan humor movie. But for me, it just get, it, it's going to get a 2.5. Okay. Yeah. That's fair. It's, yeah. I think, I don't think I'll give it a five. I do love it, but I think it'll give it a 4.5. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 4.5 when you watched the watch this in the theater right mm-hmm. when it came out yeah. yeah i saw this in theaters mm-hmm. and i loved it then and i told lots of people to go watch it mm-hmm. afterwards and uh this was this was only my second time watching it mainly because i just didn't have access to it mm-hmm. and i didn't want to i didn't really want to rent it yeah either um so because i'd already seen it 
So I was like, if it comes out anywhere, yeah, I'll watch it again. Yeah. But it didn't. So had to rent it for this. But that's the level of commitment you have for this film. Worth it though. Yeah. Um, I think it was all very clever and witty, and I do have an incredibly dry sense of humor. So mm-hmm. this the dry humor really landed for me. And there were some bits that were, like you said, that were funnier mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. than others. But to me, I was laughing basically the whole time. The whole and even though this was an hour and 44 minute movie, it didn't seem that long to me. Mm. Like it felt really short, even though there isn't a necessarily a storyline yeah. that's happening. Um, I do feel there was a beginning and an end, just like the beginning of it just it had to end with Cliff and ronnie Mm -hmm. and once they died it was like okay well that was it that's mainly that's mainly our people Mm, who we were watching anyways so let's might as well end the movie here Mm -hmm. um because what's the point of carrying on with hermit bob and stuff like that hermit bob's gonna be fine he's gonna keep being hermit bob well i think it was more so an explanation of just like what was going on yeah yeah not necessarily i mean i get like but they did explain what was going on yeah in a way. Or to why it was causing the dead to be reanimated. Yeah. And then like, cause it wasn't just polar fracking. It was also like weird lunar cycle or weird lunar stuff that was going on. So it was yeah. just a lot going on. I think mm-hmm. it's because uh, probably it was the earth react or the moon the, reacting the, to the earth. Oh, and then also the axis had gotten thrown off. Mm-hmm. So. so it probably was just causing weird things to mm-hmm. happen. Like maybe like Aurora Borealis, but around the moon or something. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's why it was purple. Or- and reanimating corpses. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And causing, yeah, toxic lunar vibrations. Who knows? And also, I mean, is Hermit Bob the most reliable source of information? Maybe not. Probably not. So, <laughs> Or he was the most in tune yeah. with all that was going on. Who knows? But, um, yeah. Yeah. Overall, I think it, I really do enjoy this film. Mm-hmm. And it's not, it wasn't scary at all but i appreciate all the thoughts and the references that went into it that's really i love anything that can sew those little things in Mm -hmm. and um it's still i mean still classified as a horror comedy so i'm glad we covered it Mm -hmm. it's a fun movie i really like it i mean i'm not telling you i hate it i'm just you're telling me you hate it no i don't i feel like that's how you feel but i'm like it just wasn't my favorite but i i liked it there were certain there were good parts about it i was laughing it wasn't like just the whole time not laughing. I know. I so. told Andrew to watch it because I rented it on his Apple TV. Yeah. And I I feel like he's going to be like, Caitlin, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Why did you make me watch this movie? I understand oh. that this movie is not for everyone. But it does have a solid, like you, there are, it's not like it's just you. There are so many people who I'm sure agree with you on like, yeah. this movie is great. Yeah. yeah. But a 2.5 and a 4.5 puts it at a 3. Yeah. Yeah. So that's not too bad. It's it's good. Or three point. Yeah. Three point five. Three point two five. Yeah. Three point two five officially for the dead don't die. Dead don't die. <laughs> Jim Jarmusch's twenty nineteen. Yeah. I the think dead don't die. We'll I love the check soundtrack. Out a few more of his stuff. Even though the soundtrack, oh, the soundtrack throughout the entire <clears throat> film loved it. Yeah. Even though half of it was the dead don't die, mm-hmm. but just all the little like. Mm-hmm. kind of things did it remind you of the appalachia appalachia it sure <laughs> did it was very bluegrassy appalachia it, it also reminded me of um uh, the strangers oh yeah I remember that. that little mm-hmm. whenever the and the record starts kind oh of yeah like pooling do, 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 do. like then then it starts skipping and whatever dragging i don't know what that's called yeah yeah repeating it, it kind of reminded me of that loop. with its little 
pools and stuff like mm-hmm. that. I really, I really liked the soundtrack, which Jim Jarmusch actually made like composed it right. The music for mm-hmm. this too, yeah, yeah, uh, along with Squirrel, Squirrel, S C, no S Q U, with a with a umlaut over it, R L, Squirrel. I can't. That all just went over my head, but I, I'll try. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, well, that's really cool. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, Anyways, I forgot to yeah, mention that. This was uh, the soundtrack last week is what threw me off. And uh-huh. this week, I really appreciated it. Well, that's so good. It, the, I guess maybe also because there wasn't necessarily a whole big overarching plot storyline, super meta, you know, yeah. metaphorical storyline to get into but yeah so there's no really driving the plot it just was all well placed i barely noticed it but when i did notice it i thought or like it was the really dings good. or like the little glitter thing mm-hmm. yeah the little sound effects were fun mm-hmm. i liked it um but as always yeah. we are in the lovely rug media network studio that's right they take great care of us and you can listen to us or any of the other amazing podcasts on this network at rugmedianetwork.com that's right and if you would also like to listen on the two biggest platforms that would be apple and also spotify mm-hmm. but wherever you do listen don't forget to rate review like and subscribe that's right because that's the only way we can get ahead in this world and also word of mouth tell your friends mm-hmm. tell everyone tell your cats tell your zombies tell your zombies yeah tell them the and you know whenever you die and become a zombie you just say boo base or yourself yeah exactly <laughs> we'll just, <laughs> just have to that. engrave it into everybody's brain yeah exactly um, but, and if you want to reach out to mm-hmm. us and let us know uh, any other summer films you think we should cover or cause we don't have anything picked out for next week yet. Um, or if you want to let us know your thoughts on the dead, don't die, you can do so by reaching out to us on our one social media platform, which is Instagram. And that is at boobays podcast. And that's at B O O B A E S because we're your boobays, not your boobabes. That's right. Yes. And, um, until next time you guys. The dead don't die. The dead don't die. Bye, babe. I don't want to die today. <laughs> Bye, babe. This has been a Rogue Media Network production.